Hey guys, welcome back to another Monday edition of the NASCAR Series Podcast. Let's kick right into high gear. With some new, new news coming in. But a guy could restart down. Richmond style restarts. They're pretty good. Honey, where's our limo? We're not getting a limo. I thought you were gonna get a car that was classy and elegant. Oh, we are. You're fanatical about NASCAR. Geico's fanatical about saving you money on car insurance. Proud partner of NASCAR. The Hurry, step. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the Geico Restart Zone. This time from Richmond Raceway. Uh, in the playoffs, we can see right here, uh, the choose line has made a tremendous difference in racing. It's given drivers an opportunity to pick the line that they want. Now, they also have to take responsibility for the choices they pick. Uh, in the past, you got lined up wherever you got lined up, but now you have a decision to make. Uh, it's really impacted the races, and it's really impacted the playoffs, and I think it will continue to. Right here, uh, Austin Dillon entering the Geico Restart Zone. It's a great launch. Austin Dillon, the story of the playoffs so far. There's no doubt about that. The speed they brought and the decision-making that Austin's making. I know he's made a few mistakes, but in big picture, he's done all the right things. This restart's a good example. He got a good launch, doing everything he needs to do. Right here, his car got away from him a little bit. And when it did, here's Denny Hamlin. He's there to take advantage of it. Austin Dillon doing everything he can to keep the lead. He doesn't want to give the lead up right here, but but Denny's just too fast. He's able to roll right underneath him. Now Logano, because Austin was on the outside, now Logano is taking advantage of that. And this is where I see Austin Dillon making decisions that he needs to make. He knows right now that the outside isn't going to work. This new old tire. So what does he do? He gives up the fight. It's not the fight to have right now. And when he, the hole is there, he goes, falls into it to stay in front of Kevin Harvick. That is smart decision-making. Now, let's move forward. Status start of stage three, uh, Brad Kay. He's emerged as the guy. Great restart, uh, leaving the Geico restart zone. And, and now, things are pretty normal. Like, this looks like just a normal race. I think we all expected a little more chaos in this race. We didn't get it. And I think there's several reasons for that. Number one, we never saw an opportunity for any types of mixed strategy. So think about how when you're leaving on a restart and everybody has the same tires, it's a little difficult to gain an advantage because at these racetracks, unlike mile and a half, the quarter comes to you so quick. So after this restart, what's happened now is just a fight to maintain your position or a fight to hopefully gain one or two spots. You're not going to gain three or four unless there's some sort of a mishap. And the other thing I think that on this night, I think drivers will be exceptionally smart. They're a little bit nervous about having a bad night. And also on top of that, they had two drivers that were having bad nights that were in the playoffs, actually three. So when you start looking at that, uh, you start thinking about, okay, I gotta be smart. I have an opportunity to gain some points on three of those drivers that aren't having good nights. So uh, 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 an interesting race in my opinion, it was a race where we saw a lot of people do a really nice, clean job. Brad Kay stood out and said, hey, Sorry about I'm going to be the guy. I'm joining Denny Hamlin. I'm joining Kevin Harvick. Uh, I cannot wait for Bristol this weekend. So much on the line for so many people. I expect Bristol to be a completely different race than what we saw at Richmond. How about this from, how about a mechanic for fastest pit cruise from July? 
White flag. Start playing NASCAR mobile AR racing today. I don't know where it is, but let's continue. How about next thing? Hold on, let me see where it is. At Sunoco, we know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that thing is or you can find it, but when I get word, we will. Or if we ever. What about an extremely fast recap? Checkered flags in the Commonwealth. Lieutenant, I am Cashio, God of Cash Back. What are you looking for? Kanaki. 
Gnocchi? Yes! I'll find. Oh! I'll never forget this! Get 5% cash back in the Bristol in a must-win situation. Go over eight zero lock and happen. And green flag is in the air from Richmond. And now sliding the 93, Myatt Snyder. Allgaier's gonna win again. We are underway for the Virginia. It's the Racing Lovers 250. Oh! 18 car hard in the wall. Justin Allgaier sweeps the weekend at Richmond. The second race of the playoffs of the short track here at Richmond Raceway. This one takes it all the way. The round of 12, he wins again at Richmond. <laughs> straight races that could be coming on. Ryan Blaney, you should die. I'm doing my podcast. Can I not see you? No. My sister is in the room. And Michael, I'm sitting here. Okay, my sister is just sitting there. I don't like that. Throw. How about an all-time wind? Richmond Raceway 2. 1958, Speedy Thompson. 1959, Cotton Owens. 1960, Speedy Tom. Mm, we're not going to look at this. Ah, it says a long, long time. All the four drivers under the cut line need or need to have a good finish. Should I say, like, at least in the top ten, maybe for an advancing spot for Byron? Custer? Bandetto, but Blaney needs it more right now. Oh, it's just a darn credit one. Oh, credit one ad came up. Let's continue. Oh, fame, a red car. Farmer recovering after COVID 19 bout. That's very good. Good. But I know, like, Farmer was, like, a candidate, and I, mean, I think he may actually be in the class of 2021 for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. In which reopened been this weekend. I actually went yesterday, and I had so much fun. I won my first iRacing event on, like, that simulator thing they have there. It was so much fun. And, like, me and my friend Griffin hosted Team to the Top. He was there with me, and then we like clashed with two laps to go, and then my motor blew with seven. Well, my motor blew first at seven to go, and then I clashed with like two laps to go. But I like lapped everyone. I still won. And because I was so fast on track, I jumped like three wide just after the start. Or right, as we say. Hey, but we are not at the end yet. 
Uh, I got some good picks for Bristol. Kyle Bush is up there. I feel like I don't know why, but Chase Elliott is there. I'm not. I'm not going with Harvick. I mean, do not depend on like second place heartbreak. You know, this is actually a good track. I mean, Denny Hamlin can beat him. That's good. Keselowski won here in May. He he doesn't have to win because it's already locked in. Harvick doesn't doesn't have to either. They're all good. And I know like maybe some drivers could fashion up the field. Well, they're not in the playoffs. For example, Matt Kenseth, you won there in like 2006. In like 2013, he won the night race. Um, so, I mean, Kurt Busch won it. Has won six times in the cup car at Bristol. Kyle Busch, I think, has won like nine times in the cup car. The Busch brothers are maybe the class of the field, I feel. And I feel like maybe one of them will get their first wins of the year. Both of them only have two stage wins. Kurt Busch won stage one at Kansas. Well, not Kansas. That's where Kyle Busch won his first. It's Kurt Busch won stage one in the second race of the Pocono doubleheader. So those are some of my picks. Picks for this week. This Saturday is race. We are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another great episode on the NASCAR series.